lack of infrastructure um, to the scene that we have because we uh, we do have a we do have a thriving hip hop scene. I I believe we just lack the infrastructure for that scene. So we have this thing going on, and we don't have a foundation to it. So the foundation needs to happen. Um, however, that's gonna happen. I I don't I don't know. The secrets of the rap game exposed. This is real rap. Today's special guest, ladies and gentlemen, Elizabeth Kibblewitz. Let's get it. It definitely made me believe that the city paper, whoever is, and I kind of already thought it, but since Andy stopped writing for the city paper, Andy Melanopkin or whatever his, Mella, whatever his last name is, um, I, the new person that's there, whoever that is, seems very disconnected to what's actually happening in the hip-hop, in, in Pittsburgh hip-hop in general. Um, they, they had, they, they, they made some good points. I mean, I mean, they interviewed, you know, they interviewed Paradise Gray, who's definitely, you know, a huge asset to Pittsburgh. Um, but the article was misleading. It definitely was not an article about the future of Pittsburgh Hip Hop. They interviewed no, you know, up and coming people, like younger people. They talked a lot about the past. Um, there were some things that made me believe that people think that because the Shadow Lounge has been closed, that people aren't actually performing, which is not, we know that that's not true. You know that's not true. Um, it was, and it was just, it was just a very weird, it was actually a very weird article. Like, I don't, I, I, I'm not hating on it. I, 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 I do respect a lot of the people that were brought up in the article. Um, they do a lot of things and they're all doing great things. But it just left a whole bunch of other things out. Like, there's all kinds of things going on in this city that were not mentioned. And I think if you're going to try and do an article about the overall future of Pittsburgh hip-hop, then there should have been more elements to the article. Uh, If they wanted to do an article about One Hood, they should have done an article about One Hood. That should have happened. And then nobody would have said anything. Everybody would have said, oh, that's awesome. That's an awesome article. So it just made me realize the city paper is, I don't, it's just far removed from what's actually happening. What's going on? They don't know. I mean, how do they not know when people are always putting their uh, their events in their paper? I don't know how they don't know. But they didn't do their homework. It was just a poor, poor article. That's my take on it. Yeah, I mean, like the one part in the article where they talked about when the uh, lounge closed, like, yeah. um, all right, yeah, the there, I'll still say this: we're still um, feeling the effects of the void of the shadow lounge. Yeah, in many ways. We are. We, uh, yeah, we are. 
Okay, like that part of the article, I right, cool. I'm not going to dispute yeah. that. But yet, currently, you know, such I'll use you for instance. You're putting on shows. Okay, you're promoting shows, and you know Pittsburgh hip hop. You know we don't have six degrees of separation. It's now yeah. down to a half degree of separation. So everybody yeah. knows when there's a show, and in that article, they didn't do their homework. They didn't it, dig deep enough. No, and, and it's and like the rhyme cow. We just did a rhyme cow less than a year ago, mm-hmm. and it wasn't at the channel lounge. They made it seem like. And 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 again, like I think when you have an opinion that's that's not a that that's not like a an agreement to what that article is, you look like a hater. I'm trying very hard not to look like that because I'm not hating. You know what? I don't mean to cut you off. I'll be the hater. It's my show, so I'll do the hater. I'll I'll do the hate part. (laughs) No, I mean, it made it almost made it seem like time shadow lounge closed and nobody could. That how could we be sustaining ourselves since the shadow lounge closed? That's what it sounded like to me. And it's like there are people that are doing things every weekend. You know, there's there's performers. They said, well, people, there's nowhere for people to perform. I, I don't know who was quoted. I forget who was quoted as saying there wasn't a place for people to perform. But that's not true. You know, the Boiler Room has events, hip-hop events, every day almost. They're always putting something out. Taboo has events. 5101 has events. Uh, Local 412 has events. The Smiling Moose. The Smiling Moose, the Rex, the Ultra Bar, um, Mr. Smalls. There's been more hip-hop events, I feel like. And maybe it's just because I know I, I have more options. I, I, get, I get people sending more stuff, but now I know more. But I feel like there's a hip-hop event every night in the city. If I really wanted to go to a hip-hop event, except maybe Wednesdays, because people in Pittsburgh don't leave their houses on Wednesdays. But I feel like every night of the week I could find a hip-hop event, if I really, if I really wanted to. Elizabeth, you know what I mean? uh, let me say this. Let me say this. Over the past, I know I'm being very nice with this figure. I may be off, but it seems like for the past six months, there has been a hip hop event every freaking week. Yeah, there's one every week. I mean, I've had six in the same week or same month. Yeah. Personally, I've thrown six hip hop events in the, in the same month. And my hip, I mean, in my hip hop events, they tailor to different aspects of hip hop, or at least I try, try, I, I try. But just me personally, and that's 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 not. I mean, there's there's this in hip hop events. We had Cool Keys and Rock Kim on the same night. On the same night. This was oh, this was not that long ago. It was this year, and both shows did fairly well. Rock Kim was sold out in Cool Keith. I think it was partially, I think it was partially packed. So we were able to sustain two, two out of town at rappers pretty well. So things are going on. It, it, it's for the, and both shows were in the city paper. So the fact that the person that wrote for the city paper didn't know that, that's, I don't know. I don't blame One Hood. I believe One Hood was looking out for One Hood because that's what you should do. You should look out for, I mean, they have a, what they do is great. It's, it's needed in the city, and that's what you do. Like, if you ask me what I think is going on, I'm going to tell you the things that I'm dealing with. That there's nothing wrong with that. 
But the person that wrote the article, they have absolutely no idea. None. No idea. They have no idea. No. And, and and also too, like the other thing about um that article, it, it just seemed like it was heavily uh Mac Miller, Wiz, and you know, the mention of Jasiri, uh like uh, okay, with the with the quick mention of Boaz and that other cat, uh what was his name? Young Ray or whatever. Because I ain't never yeah. heard of and, him. Uh, and Ray Gone. They mentioned Ray they they talked to Ray Gone, which Ray Gone I haven't You know what today's internet journalism um i'll say this their their writing techniques is pitiful at best so like a lot of articles are hard to read but just just that article <sighs> it, it was baffling it was baffling and it was a little upsetting and i really didn't like the fact that when people were i mean some people did say some very inappropriate things about the wrong people I, I saw some things that I that online about the article that I, I didn't feel were were I thought they were inappropriate. But um, that being said, they were just angry, and I think sometimes people deal with the anger differently. Um, they're angry because they work hard too, you know. And and I think everybody would have liked to, everybody would want the moment to shine, but I think everybody would have been, would have been okay if they had interviewed say maybe three or four groups of people. I think everybody would be like, okay, maybe I wasn't interviewed, but they did make mentions of these people, and I I'm, I deal with these people. You know what I mean? Like, if, as long as my crew was mentioned, whatever. As long as some, they could have mentioned um, Billy Pilgrim, any one of those people, and I would have been like, oh, okay, somebody in there. They mentioned nothing. Nothing. 
I mean, I wouldn't have cared if they, they didn't mention any of them. But they at least mentioned, you know, somebody from over here, somebody from over there, somebody from over here, somebody from over there. I would have been like, okay, well, they did the best they could. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just can't boil down Pittsburgh hip-hop in one article. It's almost to the point it's a, it's a book. You know. mm, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just a weird, it was, like I said, it was a weird article, the future of Pittsburgh hip-hop, and then you don't have any references to anybody that, and then they, yeah, they only mentioned, they mentioned Liz and Mac, and it's like, they're not really, I mean, they came from Pittsburgh, yes, but they're not really in the Pittsburgh hip-hop scene anymore, they left, they're not here, they don't do anything. So, they're now, like, they're, they're mainstream took them over, they're commercial, they're not Pittsburgh anymore. You know what I mean? They're not artists anymore. They don't even come back to, like... I mean, Mac Miller doesn't surprise visits to pop-up shows or whatever every once in a while, but Liz, does, Liz comes and he performs just like he performs in every other city. He's not Pittsburgh anymore. He's not ours. So to keep making references to these guys that that sort of just kind of went off and, you know, get to do their own thing, which is all, all power to them, they're not... All, I mean, to just keep referencing them in a, in a local Pittsburgh hip-hop scene article... This doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I know. And also, too, in that article, I liked the backhanded slap to the Puma Awards, meaning that was a backhanded yeah. slap that was very unnecessary. And Yeah, that, that didn't make sense to me either. That, that, who made that one, right? Paradise Gray made that comment of the backhanded slap. Wasn't it him that made it? Yeah, I think. If I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, I think because he had something to do with the Pittsburgh Hip Hop Awards, right? Mm-hmm. How many years ago? And I think um, I would hate to think it was a backhanded slap, especially from him. I wouldn't expect that from him. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping it was the wording, and it was the way the person that wrote the article. Because I do know I've been interviewed from the for the from the city paper before too for different things. Um, and they do word things, uh, you know, you know, they do, they do have a tendency to word things in a way to make things look, you know, but the person, though, that was writing the article would have, had no idea of the Pittsburgh, I mean, they didn't have any idea of Pittsburgh hip-hop in general, so it makes me think they even know what the Pumas are, um, so, I don't know how they could word it in a way that made it, I don't know, I don't know, it was, it was definitely, I mean, the Pumas have been going on for three years, and I know that the people that are in charge of that have done, tried to do a good job at trying to incorporate the scene. I mean, obviously, you're going to have people that, you know, don't want to be a part of it, or whatever, but I do know, you know, the, the you know, Scrap and, and Hollywood have both tried to incorporate as much of the hip-hop scene as they possibly can. So, now I'll say this. Yeah, was- I'll say that. Now I've never been to a Puma award show due to the fact every time it is thrown, I'm always busy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but from what I've seen of it, okay. And I, okay, I'll say this: they do a better job than the Pittsburgh Hip Hop Awards show ever did, and I will go on record to say that. Yeah. Okay, because the Pittsburgh Hip Hop Awards show that was very political and money driven. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I've heard a lot of stories. Um, I, I was raising babies during that time. I wasn't really around. But, um, 
that's what I've heard. People told me that 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 Pittsburgh hip hop awards were very, um, yeah, very money driven and and not, and they weren't fair. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. I know that um, <laughs> I know that Strap and Holly do have. They almost like it's almost like okay. Do you ever like you know somebody's gonna say something's not fair, right? Of course. So you almost go, you almost do like as much as you possibly can to make sure that it's as fair as possible. That's kind of how they do it. And I only know because I I volunteer and help them uh, help when I can. So I mean, I only know like you know if they need somebody to do door, if they need somebody to do whatever. I try to help just because I look at it as sort of like something for the whole for all of Pittsburgh. I mean. So, no, I do know that they try to make it as fair as possible just because there's always going to be somebody that's going to say, hey, that's not fair, and they, they, they need to prove it. They, they could if they ask you, I guess. You know? Yeah, from the last one, um, when I was looking at the pictures um, on Facebook, I saw Pittsburgh hip-hop in full effect. That was pretty much everybody was there. Everybody was there, yeah. Yeah. Yep. You Every, know. I, I mean, I worked. I worked door. I mean, I helped Hollywood door uh, that day. And, yeah, I mean, pretty much. I mean, there wasn't... I mean, if you didn't come, it was because you chose not to come. That's plain and simple. I was busy. No, no, I know. I mean, I know you. I mean, I'm saying you, you were busy. And I'm saying, but you knew about it, right? Yes, you knew yes. about it. Yes, I did. And, I mean, but, so it wasn't like, you know... If somebody couldn't come, they couldn't come because they were either, okay, busy or they, they chose not. Or is it, it, what I should say, if you weren't a part of it, if your name, if you weren't nominated, and they allowed people to nominate themselves. So if, they, if somebody felt that they should be nominated, they, they were able to. Um, so if you weren't nominated, that's your fault. Plain and simple. That's, that's how they would do it. Uh, you, 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 know, you know, Pittsburgh hip-hop, you know, is very emotional and, and hate driven at times. So, you know, I understand that aspect. But at the end of the day, I mean, even the per- the person who wrote that article did not even do their homework on the Puma Awards. They did it. No. And that, that's how crazy that article was. Like, I almost, part of me wants, I mean, I do know, I, I know some people at the city paper, I almost, was going to send them an email. But then I almost was like, you know, what does that do? I don't know. I don't know. I'm still debating. I'm still debating. Should I send them an email and be like, hey, you know, the article, blah, 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 you know, points. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like if they really wanted to know about Pacific Hip Hop, then they would have done their homework. So maybe the fact that they did it makes me, I don't know. And then there's all the talk that, you know, people should have their own media outlets, right? That's what a lot, that was a lot of arguments on people's end is that, well, if you don't like what, what this one paper saying, that shouldn't stop people from making another paper. But the city paper's supposed to be as, supposed to be, you know, an actual news outlet. And, you know, it's just this hard thing, I guess. You know, I mean, it's a paper that's already, it's, it's, you know, you can get the city paper from any any location anywhere in the city. So, yes, you can create your own news outlet, but as you like, but I don't have the same, I'm like, I can make a newspaper tomorrow if I really wanted to, but am I going to be able to get that newspaper in the hands of every person, like, in the city, you know what I mean? Like, the way city paper does, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's those things. 
So, I mean, true. Uh, there, there's the logistics of it. Um, at the end of the day, uh, one thing about uh, Pittsburgh hip hop that we need to do as a collective is really promote ourselves better, because we're still, you know, um, segregated in many ways and fractured. And this yeah. article, I mean, even if you do, you create your own newspaper. Sometimes yeah. it's just bad journalism. It's it's not yeah. the paper, you know the you know how, how the modus operandi. Just sometimes it's just a bad article. Yeah, an article. Yeah. Okay, and in many ways, this right here is just showing whoever wrote it really didn't do their homework. I, I'm not even going to blame the the higher ups at the paper per se, but yet this is just bad journalism. It's bad journalism. Yep. Yeah. It was just bad. It was bad. It was bad. The cover was great. The picture of Paradise in the front, that was great. That was a great cover. Yeah, it was a great cover. I, I You know, like, the, <laughs> the the title of it, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, I already know this is going to be fucked up. I already knew it was going to be a fucked up article. Honestly, I was excited. When I saw that cover, and I saw it, I woke up to it. Cause I remember I woke up to it, and I saw it. I was like, oh, my goodness. And then I, re- I was really actually excited. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then I read it, and it was a big one. Yeah, I know. And then I had every emotion in the world, like, just because, again, like, they didn't, they would not have to mention, and I think anybody who knows this will agree with me, they would not have to mention anybody I deal with. I would have been fine. But just make references to to what, to, to, to more than just what they did. Yeah. Just, I mean, like, even, like, maybe just add three elements of it, I would have been happy. You know, talk to the guys up at the boiler room. Talk to the people that are throwing shows over at Taboo. Whatever. Talk to people that are throwing the shows at the Coliseum. Whatever. Talk to somebody. Else. Else. Talk to other people. That, that's my... And that would have been my, That's my only... That was my major complaint. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you on that. You know, they just act like, okay, Shadow Lounge is done. Uh, no one's performing nowhere, really. And <laughs> people are performing in, in garages. I mean, don't get me wrong. People have performed in, you know, some crazy off the wall places. I mean, but you do what you do. You do what you can do. You know, I mean, and, and it's happening. And, and that's the one thing I will say. Is that, I mean, I remember a year before the Shadow Launch closed, Billy Pilgrim, who I've, I've told you this before, he's like, told me to go look for venues. You have to go look for venues. We can't always believe that, that you know, the Shadow Lounge is going to be around. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, and plus we want to be able to just expand because, you know, we don't want to. And that's what I did. And people were happy with it, you know. I mean, even when the Shadow Lounge was still going on, people were still performing out other places. Yeah. Shalons wasn't the only place. I mean, it was the hub. It was, it'll always be the hub. It'll never be. I mean, I would like to think that there could be another Shalons. I don't know if I don't know if there will be. Who knows? But when the Beehive closed, people said there would never be another Beehive. You know, and then people found a new hub. So my hopes are that eventually something like the Shadow Lounge pops back up again. Will it be the same? Will it be the same people? No, those people are older. They have kids now. They're married. They're No, it'll be different people, but it'll be a hub. Hopefully we do have that again. But, you know, people are still performing. 
and we're not performing in back alleys. Back alleys and in their closet and in their basements. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not throwing shows in people's basements. So I have thought about throwing house parties, but I have not yet. But people are not performing in back alleys. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That, that that article was piss poor. But going back to what you said about like your own media, um, yeah, everybody, I wouldn't say everybody, but yeah, there does need to be, you know, different outlets of media, particularly for hip hop here in Pittsburgh. You know, yeah. uh, going back to what you said about what Billy said about the Shadow Lounge. Yeah. Okay, so thus we need that same mentality. I mean, I, I do this. See, I live that life with with the show i created my own media yeah you know so i don't have to rely on uh someone else to you know put information out about hip-hop so you know i'm I'm always going to be an advocate of you know uh do for self yeah i I definitely agree with that i mean i definitely there's things so that i definitely think that Pittsburgh definitely i mean i I think good knight said it when he said we need infrastructure or maybe all right, somebody said it on one of my posts. I don't know. But uh, we need infrastructure. We had, we we lack an infrastructure um, to the scene that we have because we uh, we do have a we do have a thriving hip hop scene. I I believe we just lack the infrastructure for that scene. So we have this thing going on, and we don't have a foundation to it. So the foundation needs to happen. Um, However, that's going to happen. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I do know there's some there's internet radios that are out. I mean, obviously, I do the PR Seven X Live radio show with Nick Naka and and Junior Moss, um, and that's a 24 hour, seven day a week radio station. Um, Good Nights planning on um, you know putting on a new radio station, internet radio. Um, you have your show. One hood's doing does their their own media. It would be nice to see some to see some. It would be nice to see, and that maybe this just more uniting of all the fronts. You know what I mean? Instead of this person doing this thing over here, this person doing this thing over here, this person doing this thing. It would be nice, to sort of, find a way to make it stronger. I guess. You know what I mean? All the things that everybody's doing and kind of, but I don't know how that could happen. It could happen by a few, few things. Number one, we need to realize we do need an infrastructure. Number two, we need to put our egos aside. That's why I agree with that. (laughs) You know, I've been doing Pittsburgh hip hop since 88. And the one thing I've always seen with Pittsburgh hip hop is, um, it's the egos and the lack of vision of hip hop because hip hop to everybody is a little bit different. Yeah. And so you have good artists uh, with the different sub subgenres of hip hop who bring what what they can to the table, but yet there's hate because I don't like. Well, he he raps trap. He's too backpack. He's this. He's that. She's this. She ain't. Okay, look, we're. We're a community, and within a community, there is different people who comprise and make that community. We have a common unity in this, and we do need to put the egos aside and think about uh, perpetuating the culture and not perpetuating a certain person. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think it could happen if you were to take, like, say, everybody who's doing stuff, whoever they are. Like, I don't know, like, just take, like, the main people you, like, go over the past year, see who's actually actively doing stuff, whatever they're doing, whether... I, and I, I say this, the, 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 the support staff, because that's what we are, right? We're support staff. We're not, we're not actually making music. We're trying to support the people are, that are making music, right? I mean, that's what we do. You take the support staff and you put them in a room and you come up with something and you don't put anybody's name on it. I don't know if anybody would be willing to do that. I don't think they would be. But I think at that point, and you look at it, you could make something there. I mean, everybody's pretty smart. I'm sure we could figure it out. But I don't know if that would happen. I mean, everybody wants their name on everything. You know, so I don't know. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's definitely it's definitely it's definitely frustrating because I know that we have the talent and the smarts and the resources to do whatever we want to do. It's there. But certain people won't work with certain people. Um, I know. You know, and it's, and it's, and, and, or certain people, you know, there's too many chefs, not enough cooks, or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know whatever that saying is, but everybody wants to be the leader. Everybody wants, to, I mean, and, and for what? Like, for what? Like, for what? Like, for what? I mean, if you're really just about what's happening in the city or what's happening and you're just trying to create this thing. I mean, I guess it's to create a thing. So we're creating a, a foundation for what we have in the city. So then the people that are performing in the city could find a way to actually get themselves turned outside the city, which is what I think is what the main goal is, right? That's the main objective. For some. For some, yeah, for some, or just creating a foundation for the city so we just have it, so it's, it's so it's there, so it's like wow, like this is the this is what we have, you know. It actually benefits everybody, right? I mean, it's it's sort of like a socialist society, right? Within a hip hop, sort of benefits if you create this thing that's substantial and you make it so it sort of like gets, sort of it sort of keeps what we have together. It benefits everybody. If a performer's good, they're good. It'll so that thing will be that will be beneficial to them. I think is what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. It would just take a lot of brains with no egos to come together to figure it out. Well, basically, we just figured it out right now. Yeah, me and you. Oh, we're really smart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, the hard part would be the actual logistics of it, you know, who does what and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we we just figured this problem, you know, and, yeah. you know, like the one thing about Pittsburgh hip hop uh, I do like is there is creativity here and we do have a voice. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. The only thing about Pittsburgh hip hop that, you know. Even I do fall back from Pittsburgh hip hip hop. Well, I wouldn't say I don't fall back. I fall back from certain people in it is due to the egos. Yeah, the egos is huge. I don't understand it. I don't. I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, there's things that I do. I I always say egos and logos. 
right? Mm-hmm. Everybody has an ego. Everybody wants their logo on things. There's things I've done, and I'll say, don't even put my logo on it. Just, I'm glad that I was able to help. Just do it. Put it out there. I'm, I'm glad I was able to be part of it. That's it. Um, I think I don't know why. I, I really, I, I, it's, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a mentality like that. You know what I mean? Like, so I can't understand it. I mean, I, I can't even. I can't even sympathize. I don't understand when, when I'm dealing with somebody with a really big ego. I mean, I'm. I'm. I mean, I just sometimes wonder why. Like, why? What? What? What is this person getting out of having such an ego? Like, what does this person get out of saying that they did it on their own? You know, because we know that when people do things on their own, it's not necessarily as good as it could be if it was done with like a group of people that all, you know that actually could do it well Well, there, there, there's a few reasons. One, normally people with big egos of that nature have never accomplished anything. Yeah. So it's a, they're lacking something. And also, too, there's the flip side that it's very hard to trust people, and particularly a group. And um, with this hip-hop thing, remember, we technically don't have a school for this. So it's yeah, pretty it's much, yeah, pretty much you learn on your own. Then after a while, you build up a uh, a wall, you know, that you're just so, it's hard to let people in because you've been out there in the wilderness for so long, you know, that that when you do receive help and actually people who want to help you, it's hard to accept that. So that's another yeah. form of ego. It, basically, ego is protection. It's protection for you haven't accomplished nothing or that you're just so hardcore that you don't know how to let people in. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, cause because you, you've accomplished we, things in your life outside of hip hop. Yeah. I mean, I tried, but no, I mean, I just, just, it, it's crazy to me. I mean, every, yeah, everybody's saying we need this, we need that, we need this, but we have the brains. Do it. We have the resources. The resources, really, anymore with with how you know you pretty much create anything with not a whole lot of money. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Hopefully, one day. I mean, I even thought of like you know we could do like a town hall meeting where everybody who cares could meet and talk. But will they come? Will the will, will people come? Will the you know? I mean. And then the one thing that I don't wouldn't want to happen is the, the you want everybody to be included, but you don't want people that are going to be the you know you want to see a little bit of everybody included. But at the same time, if they don't want to be included, so they're you know over here doing what they think is you know what I don't know I don't know it's it's there's no telling what we could do. I mean, or we could just create it ourselves <laughs> and just you know. You're like, here, we made this for everybody. Build it and they will come. Yeah, just be like, here, we did it, it's here. Or, you know, or see if people want to use it. Whatever we create, whatever that whatever that thing is. Yeah, I mean, we don't, we lack an infrastructure. We lack, I mean, our radio station doesn't really support local music. Our city paper doesn't really support local hip-hop music. Our newspapers, I mean, the Post-Gazette, when have they ever done a story on, on, on a 
hip hop, if ever. I don't uh, know. I mean, I wait a minute, wait a minute. I think they did one two, three years ago. Because in okay. I do remember an article, I think it was one of them. Um, it was Wiz Mac. Or was that the city paper? But it was Wiz Mac, um, Jasiri, Boaz. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that one. I think that was. Okay, so that was, what, a couple years ago? Yeah. City Paper posted that. So our newspapers don't really support us. And, or, you know, I mean, other scenes have multiple radio stations in Pittsburgh that support them. You know, that, that do interviews. My sister was just on the, you know, the, the X uh, a couple days ago for a morning show for a show she's doing at, at Ulta Park. They interviewed her. She didn't pay for the interview. They interviewed her in the morning show. You know? So, so we wouldn't, you know, nobody in the hip-hop, you know, none of the performers that we have, I don't think have ever had that kind of treatment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Waymo's not going to just bring somebody in on the morning show. I don't even know if they have a morning show. I don't know. But, or bring them into the afternoon whenever they have the afternoon show and just interview them about a show that they're doing, like, in, the, in you know, in the next couple weeks. They won't do that. So the things that we do have are just, they're not really helpful. Well, that's the infrastructure. See, the one thing about us is is hip hoppers and, and people in general is this like the establishment for some strange reason. We always look for the establishment to save us. And the establishment always uh, fucks us over. So we have to save ourselves, promote ourselves and, and show yeah. unity. Um, number one to ourselves, unity amongst each other, and then show that unity to the average fan. I know half the city raps and the other half produces and whatever, but then you know we still have an untapped market within Allegheny County because it's Allegheny County, Westmoreland, and Beaver. So I think that's what yeah. three three million people that we're not reaching, but before yeah. we can reach them, we got to reach each other. Exactly. There's, there's, okay, so, yeah, there's, like, so, let's just say there's 300 people that can call themselves something in, in, in this hip-hop thing that we have in Pittsburgh, right? Mm. 300 people, they do something. Yeah, that's 300 people. So all those 300 people came together and then made it so those 3 million people tapped into it, or at least half, or, yeah, that's crazy. Those are crazy numbers. Or even if it was one-tenth of that, 100,000. I mean, a hundred. I mean, like a hundred thousand people go to like a pit football game, right? Imagine no, no, that. they don't. Elizabeth, no, they don't. They barely can get ten thousand in in that. Now the Steelers. Oh, okay, okay. I'll say this: the Steelers will bring in sixty-eight million drunkard yinzers. So if we could get okay, a Steeler well, crowd, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Or we just. If we could get a 10,000-person crowd, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah. ten, you know, there's 10,000 people. That, okay, there's 10,000 people go to a pit game, right? Yes, sometimes. So, and, okay, so even, okay, even if we had 5,000 people, right? Like, yeah. If we could get 5,000 hip-hop fans that were like, wow, the hip-hop scene in Pittsburgh is phenomenal. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be great. I mean, they come in for the bigger shows, 
you know, I mean, of course, Mac Miller brings in that many people. Of course, you know, um, Wiz brings in way more, the, you know, than that. But just what we have, just the talent that we have, and the talent we have, I mean, I don't, the talent we have here is awesome. That's the sad part. You know, it, it is awesome. We have some amazing talent here. You know what, and Elizabeth? I'll say this. I've seen the talent grow. Because I remember, look, Pittsburgh hip-hop sucked. It did. (laughs) For a long period of time. I didn't like these dudes. It was garbage. But over time, we're we're at the um, awesome state. It has grown. over. I've seen it grow. I mean, we have some good talent. It's a shame. That we can't find a way to make it work for everybody. In my mind, and I think it's because the way my mind works, I'm like, wait, now there has to be a way to fix this. And I think until it's fixed, I'm going to end up walking around, like, constantly thinking about it. Why? I don't know. Like, I, sometimes I wish I could just walk away. Like, you know what? Screw it. Like, it's not paying my bills. It's not like, you know, it's not like, helping my children any. It's not helping my family any. And I wish I could just walk with it. I'm like walking around like crazy women sometimes. Like there has to be a way to like get this fixed. You know, maybe, and, and maybe it won't get fixed. Maybe I'll end up saying, screw it. I'm walking away. I don't know. I've been saying screw it forever. <laughs> I think a lot of people do. And I keep coming back. <laughs> Which is what, why is that? You're a sane human being. I'm saying, sort of, sometimes. Why do people just keep, because we know that it's worth it, right? I think. But it's just, it's like you just sometimes want to go, you just, I sometimes just want to scream it in, in people's faces, like, look, like you aren't getting, like you're not getting it. You're not understanding what this could be. This this thing that we could make happen, it could benefit every, it, it could benefit literally everybody in the scene. It could benefit everybody. You know, I mean, like you just said, there's millions, there's three, four, five million people that are just within driving distance to any local venue in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, we don't have to leave the city. The city, no. we don't have to leave. And it could literally be beneficial if we could just find a way to unite. And not even unite on, like, okay, I'm not saying these people need to be friends with these people, they need to do songs with these people. Supporting role can find a way to just kind of, like, connect the dots. Yeah, because, see, once we develop a unity, the average fan will see that and will gravitate to it naturally. Uh, Particularly on Facebook, because I'm going to do a show specifically on this, how artists on Facebook complain about what they don't have. And the one thing that an artist needs to realize is this, that they're a business. And I'm going ask, to ask you a question. If you saw, hypothetically, Apple complain about how they're not selling iPhones and things like that, would you really take them seriously? No. No. No, I, no, I don't. No. No. So, so thus, I if, mean, if an artist is doing that, their little fans that they have are looking at that and they're not taking them seriously. That's one thing we have to clean up is our, our, our social media presence and our language. Don't complain yeah, about what you don't have. Yeah, I mean, if I did something, say, like, 
say, say I, I've done shows where people haven't come, right? Mm-hmm. Not too many. I've, I've had maybe a, a couple, right? A couple shows where people didn't come. I look at it as what I did wrong, not what, you know, I, and I try to, like, you know, fix it. Like, if I can't figure out, maybe there was something else going on that night. Maybe, you know, did I put it in the paper? Did I pass out flyers? Did I do this? Did I do this? Did I do this? Right? And then I try to fix it for the next one. So, like, I would never go on Facebook and be like, I don't have people that come to my show. I just wouldn't say that. It's, it's my fault. So if I made music and I didn't have fans, what I would try to find ways to get fans. Like I tell younger, I tell all, all, all performers, any genre, whatever. The easiest way to get fans is to go where the local music is, where people that go to hear local music or go to hear live music, where they already are, right? The easiest places to go to are open mics. It's the easiest place to go. People who go to open mics love live music, regardless of whatever it is. Because a lot of, sometimes at open mics, some of it's garbage, but some of it's amazing, right? You yeah. can find a gem, or you, some nights you can, some nights at open mics, all the might have um, awesome music, right? Some nights, not so much. But they're always packed, at least the ones that have been around in the city for a while. There's one at Handloom, there's one at the Sports uh, Sports Bar, there's one at uh, Club Cafe, there's one there's, there's one every night of the week that, that does pretty well. Um, so that's where I would go. If I was a performer, even a rapper, I mean, any, even a rapper or anything, because some guys do do that. They go to these open mics, Billy Hogan goes to them, goes to the open mics, you know, does a couple songs, pass, you know, tells people when his next show is, and that's how he gets his fans, you know? Because they're like, oh, wow, this is really good, you know? There are people that are already going out, so they already go out. You see, you, you, you win that. Sharing your music over and over and over and over and complaining on Facebook, that's not, that's not going to get you anything. Sharing your music on Facebook, just like me sharing my events. Not, I mean, it's you sharing the events to remind the people that are already choosing to go. You know, just to remind them. But nobody's gone to Billy's show just because I, you know, they've, they've never heard of him and they've never seen him perform. Then they're probably not going to come to his show, right? Yeah. But that's what he does, or that's that's what other people do. They go to these open mics where there's already a. a group of people, live warm bodies that have money, that are paying to go out, and they go to these places. That's what they do. And that's what I tell everybody to do. You know, but, you know, not very many people want to listen to me. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, we're, we're about to do a real quick switch of the show. <clears throat> Alright, because we just ran... Uh... 40, 48 minutes and this show is an hour show alright so in like about 10 or 12 minutes I'm going to ask you the question alright how did you get involved in this hip hop shit to begin with uh, Billy Poker. Uh he asked me about 3 years ago if I would manage his band um, I said yes uh, I thought about it I actually thought about it I didn't think I would be good at it he was a hip-hop band. <laughs> I just started coming back out. Um, I, you know, watched my sister with her business. You know, I had connections because of my sister. I was able to get connections fairly easy because of my sister. 
Um, so I'm pretty sure that's why he asked me. Um, he also knows that, like, I work hard. So I, I think that's another reason why he asked me. <laughs> so he asked me. I said yes eventually. And it went from there. I mean, he, um, we got messaged, you know, a month, I got a message a month into managing Megadeth asking if, um, they wanted to pay to play. I, I was appalled. I was disgusted. I never heard anything. I actually literally never heard about pay to play. The first time in my life I ever heard about it. And I actually literally, I remember, the, yeah, I think I have the email, actually. And I remember it was like, wait, so you're asking us to pay to play on that, to play? Like, you're asking us to pay to perform? We have to, because I remember I asked questions like, what's our guarantee? Uh, what's our, bar, like, what's the bar cap? Do we get, do they get fed? You know what I mean? Like, the normal questions that, say, my sister would ask, right? Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, no, 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 you have to pay $150 or whatever. And I was like, what the, what the, what is this? And so from that moment on, we decided we were going to do our own shows. So we did shows at Mr. Roboto. We did shows at uh, Shadowlands, of course. Um, we did shows, you know, I put them in all the, the festivals or whatever that was going on, Grand Fest or whatever, uh, the Deutschtown Festival or whatever, you know, and, and at least at least those things. Made sure that they had merch. Uh, because I figured if they were going to play for free, at least they would have a way to make money um, at the shows, sell their T-shirts or whatever they had to sell. And then they broke up. Billy decided he asked me if I was going to still, you know, help him or be on his be be in it, be on his team. I said, of course. But he ended up making an album. It took me a year to make an album. During that time, I decided I would just make my connections more. More, you know, I would just get more connections because I figured if I get more connections during this year that he's making his album, when he makes the album, I'll be able to help him better. Because it's, I was just making, you know, I was learning, and I'm still learning. So that's how I got involved, pretty much. <laughs> well, Elizabeth, thank you so much for coming on the show. <laughs> okay. You're welcome. Thank you. I hope I, I hope I was okay. Oh uh, no! Trust me, you was all right. Now look, I'm gonna send you, I'm gonna send you this again, okay? So you okay. can sit and listen to it. I don't it. think I said anything so like off the wall this time. Okay, so this is what I need you to do: tell everybody where they can find you on the internet. Um, you can find me on Elizabeth Kibowitz on Facebook. Eleven fifty six is on Facebook. Eleven fifty six is on Instagram. Eleven fifty six is on Twitter. Um, so that's. That's how you can find me. Or Billy Pilgrim. You can fan him. You can like him, too. Liking him, you like me, so. Oh, yeah, Billy Pilgrim. Yo, you know what? Let me ask you this question. Are you only um managing Billy? Yeah, I only manage Billy Pilgrim. I have managed other people in the past. Um, I'm talking to a couple of people because I'm thinking that 1156 needs. If 1156 can be a management company, then I have to have a couple of people. But I'm trying to figure out what makes sense. Okay. But yeah, right now Billy Pilgrim is the only person I manage right now. Okay. Uh, no, I, I'm just—I was just curious about that. We might have an army soon, though. Might come out with an army. Oh, I know you will. <laughs> yeah. This is Elizabeth Kilwick, and this is Real Rap.
thing said in this podcast selection series is that of Dan Status and Elizabeth Kibowitz. The article that we're talking about, you can find it in the Pittsburgh City Paper. It's pghcitypaper.com. That is pghcitypaper.com. Pittsburgh hip-hop is alive and well, and you can't believe everything you read. But the one thing that we discussed in this, and it kind of discussed in that article, 412, we need to stand up. We got to unify. We got to defy the odds. We the underdogs as usual. We're going to get there, though. As we roll out, Billy Pilgrim's new single, Selfie's out of urinal. Rocking glasses, I could have stole off my granddad. Strong box flow, hit the cash out. Most of these rappers are better suited for a paper route. Making rounds, we taking them out without a doubt. Then catch us on the grass, you know, burner went down. Government official through a glass bowl. Fire to your left, hold your breath, or risk catching a death blow to the chest. Cause we hit off the Richter. Nah, this is not a test. It's only that you fucking with the best. The best, the best. Stabbing space to break barriers I carry the message through various sections Where you can lose direction I turn but keep path Learning with the curve Adding it up Just to master the craft For the neoclassic Absurd fashion Misfit with a passion For sound clash Traveling through your district Plastered bastard He's laughing through his grimace The static on the fringes But if you feel the skin It's just relax And give him a minute I settle in like stink With funky shit to make you think Don't put disposable niggas down the sink Trash rap Cause I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid That these fools paid for Like passed out Suckers give me two things And we fresher than some toothpaste So even vegan lesbians Be checking for me too sick Water for your daughters Call me Boucher Hats off like toothpaste Direct connection to the sun Doomsday so Fuck what you say, dude. When daddy's speaking, interruptions are considered rude. Pushing them back like a cuticle. Fucking brutal. Selfies at the funeral. Not the shit that you used to. This is not the shit that you used to. And crawling on the planet's face, some insects called the human race, lost in time and lost in space and meaning. Fat boys break up. Now this. There's nothing to believe in. 